What's up, crew? The lounge is now open, so welcome. I believe this is episode 115, roughly. And uh, as I say every time, there's some lost episodes out there, a lot of other things. So, um, yeah, we've done this Monday show long before it was ever the lounge, but it is what it is. So, uh, matter of record, it is uh, April the 5th. 2021 less than one week from the one American Tulsa arms show. So, uh, really psyched to get that to happen. Um, I don't know. Budget's over there giving me signals. What's up? Like he's, he, I don't know what he's doing. He'll, he'll unmute in a minute and tell us, but, uh, budget's being an idiot Four, four, five. Two oh two one. Four five two oh two one. So what no, is four, four five the date April fifth, twenty twenty one. Get with it, man. Maybe maybe I'm just an idiot. That could be. Isn't that what I said? Yeah, I know. It's like, okay. Hmm. I thought it, there was a significance there or something. I'm like, hmm. what am I missing? What am I missing here? All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. Budget guns and gear review in the house, so I'm not flying solo, as the title would suggest. Uh, thought I was going to, and then uh, budget sweet talked his way yeah. in, into the stream here. So now, now, see, I would say you flew solo, you picked something up. Uh, there you go, there you go. Um, but yeah, just so you're out there, everybody knows. I mean, if you're in replay joining us welcome welcome and, and remember wherever you're watching or listening well comments are always below so jump down there uh participate and all that good stuff if you're out there live say hey we'll shout you out we'll say hey back and uh yeah remember that this show is sort of y'all's show you guys can control the uh, flow of the show the topics the questions the other stuff i've always got a few things uh few cards up my sleeve so to speak and um we kick off with that but yeah we can go down whatever rabbit holes almost whatever rabbit holes you want to so buck gonna love grandpa out there heard today he's headed to tulsa g23 is in the house swamp dog is in the house the gun snob mr snobby out there uh, obviously he will be in tulsa uh the tactical pickle calaveras in the house southpaw's out there too gun kitty 67 rebel that guy's wife and uh yeah so welcome um yeah a couple of things uh two gun kitty says uh let's hop let's hope he says constitutional carry uh moves forward in texas this week um yeah no kidding and we can talk about that a little bit calaveras saying uh tulsa is next weekend right yeah absolutely so a few things with constitutional carry in Texas. Uh, I can't remember, but I think Two Gun Kitty was it? Was that Two Gun Kitty? Was that you that moved here to Texas, Two Gun Kitty, uh, fairly recently? I think it is, but I may have that mixed up with Vanessa Kitty or one of the other ones. Um, but yeah, a little backstory: um, Texas legislative sessions are only every other year, um, which is great. I wish the federal bureaucracy worked that way not bureaucracy but uh legislature worked that way i wish that other states would adopt that and at least they could only screw stuff up once every other year that way uh it would be a beautiful thing that would also cut the pay tremendously for these politicians uh that are that are getting paid some states they get paid more than others we pretty much all know roughly uh you can become a millionaire pretty quick uh at the federal level but if you're not doing anything for a year, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, that could, that could affect the pay scale. And I think that would, uh, potentially get some people out that could do much better in the private sector, whether it's their law firm or their, uh, medical practice or whatever it might be. Right. Um, and so that might get us a caliber of politicians in there that are not there for the, for the money. Show me the money. Um, Man, I got the way off, it uh, is. The way it is, I might have to try to scam my way. I mean, um, um, get elected uh, office here in Ohio. Right, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, two guns is, uh, up in Frisco. So, yeah, anyway, every other year is a session here, which is great. 
And so, you know, when you go back and you hear through history and you're like, well, it took four years to finally get this or six years to do that. I mean, remember, you cut that number in half. That's the number of sessions. Right. So um, it's been a problem. Uh, constitutional carry uh, legislation has been proposed every single session for good Lord, about as long as I can remember. And certainly as long as I can find a record uh, of it anywhere. Uh, so maybe even longer. Uh, but yeah, I've been, uh, been thrown in there for a long time. Now, since the Republicans anyway took control of the House in 2003, I believe it is. Got a video on that. So go check it out uh, on uh, on the, the makeup of the legislature in Texas and all that. But I, I believe it's 2003. Um, Ever since they, we've been fighting some rhino problems, and it kind of stems from some Democrats that got in some hot water, and some other Democrats didn't want to be associated with those Democrats. So those Democrats that weren't didn't want to be associated switched parties, and um, uh, you know a lot of a lot of backstory to that. And if you're not from Texas and or have not paid attention to Texas politics, you wouldn't know all of this. Uh, so you would apply. Um, your states or some other states state political history to texas in the way that you're thinking and a lot of people do that and they're misguided when they do that because they don't understand the makeup here and so what is has happened is the speaker was essentially a rhino uh and it was a lot of cronyism so what would happen is your constitutional carry bills got very little traction they got very little hearing time they died in committee and um, you know, the good thing is Texas has slowly moved, you know, played that ground game, slowly moved that ball forward with uh, a lot of other good, you know, pro to a legislation. Um, but I agree with two gun kitty in the sense that now is the time. Um, I think we're at a tipping point. It's been done so many times. There is nothing to blame it on. Um, if it doesn't get past this go around, there will be some, I'm not going to say there's going to be Republican loss. But some people are going to potentially lose their seat, uh, get challenged in a primary and lose their, lose their seat. Uh, and uh, I'm going to call out Travis Clardy, who is my representative, as well as Robert Nichols, who is my state senator. Uh, they're not listening, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I have spoken with both of them. Uh, they are neither one is the most staunch to a person out there, I can assure you. Uh, but matter of record, I've told them this, and this is the last draw for me. Um, if they don't put up a uh, substantial effort to get us constitutional carry, permitless carry, uh, something that looks like that uh, this session, uh, I will be working to remove them in the Republican primary for this next election, at the very least, um, because I'm tired of it. Um, we were, yes, I, I've, I've made that statement before and, and I'm going to bring budget in here. I'm not going to, I'm not supposed to be flying solo, but you know, I've said it a bunch of times before we, we don't play the ground game on a national level and we don't play the ground game in a lot of other States, or at least it doesn't seem that way, but we have played a ground game here in Texas, but at some point, right. Um, you're fourth down, you're, you know, fourth and goal on the two yard line. And basically that's where we're at. It's not going to take much. Let's get serious in this particular climate. Um, they can get the votes. They've got the votes. Uh, they can do this. We've got other states going constitutional carry, permitless carry. Texas should, should have been leading the way from the start. Texas leads the way on a lot of different other things. Um, and so there's no reason not to take that football and run it in and get the score right now. It, it makes, to me, it makes no sense. Now is, uh, the time. Um, so yeah, hopefully I agree with two gun kitty, hopefully, hopefully, and rest assured a lot of people, my point to that, a lot of people in Texas are watching. If you're a politician that happens to be listening or know, uh, somebody that is a politician here in Texas that, uh, can relay the information. Uh, yeah, their job on, in the primary, especially if they're a Republican is on the line. Um, should something not get through and I'll say something right budget because, you know, again, it, it goes to that ground game. I'm okay with permitless yeah. carry. I'm okay with constitutional carry. I, you know, what it looks like, and there's several bills and several versions, what it ends up looking like, I'm not that too terribly concerned with because 
we can move forward. We've done that on our license to carry, right? We can move forward and make adjustments, but let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get it on paper. And then we can start working on adjustments if need be. Yeah. Yeah. Get something down there, then fix it. That's what we had to do in Ohio. Uh, because back in the day, our legislature was actually pretty anti-gun. Uh, the entire culture here was uh, anti-gun. And there were some, some uh, obviously, gun rights groups that just pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. And they got a little here, got a little there, got a little bit the other place. You know, when we first got our concealed carry law, it was pretty damn bad. But it was there. And they took that. And then the next session, well, let's fix this. Then the next session, let's fix the other thing. Then the next session, let's fix the other. Until now, it's pretty doggone good. You know, uh, our duty to retreat finally gets repealed. And uh, it goes in the fact that we no longer have a duty to retreat. You know, so-called stand your ground starting April 12th. So, you know, things are on the march here in Ohio uh, to where I suspect that really soon, we're going to join the ranks of the constitutional carry states. I know that's the goal for the uh, state gun rights organizations. So I, I think that you folks down in Texas adopting a similar strategy is definitely workable, uh -huh. particularly in the climate you have right now. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I don't know if I said hey to, to Gunpowder Beauty, but she's out there. Uh, our tag just up, jumped in. And this is a good time to uh, selfless plug. Uh, I do want to answer Calaveras' question real quick. He said he had to get back to work. He'll listen and replay. But, um, yeah, RTAC, you'll notice RTAC and Daughters out there, if you're looking, has a little uh, have moon emoji. His name's in green because he's a YouTube channel member. So uh, you see it scrolling along the screen at the bottom. Shout out and thanks to the YouTube channel members and the Patreon patrons. Most of the names you see in blue with a wrench, they're going to be Patreon patrons. And sometimes you see a blue name with a wrench and the little emojis as well. Those wonderful people are both a YouTube channel member and a Patreon patron. So I need to set uh, memberships up. Yeah. Shout out to them. To yeah. Yeah. Definitely set it up. It's kind of cool. You get all kinds of neat emojis. If you're out there, your channel member and you're able to throw those emojis now, never mind. I'll throw them out in the chat. But so far here are the emojis that you get access to, to use in the chat. Uh, so custom emojis, always fun. Um, yeah, it, those, I, I got a, a micro SD card today for my phone because thanks to those wonderful people, I was able to get a dash cam and, uh, I quickly realized I needed a bigger SD card for that. And I said, well, instead of, uh, buying it, a bigger SD card for that, since I primarily use my phone for footage for filming and stuff. I'm like, why don't I get a bigger card from my phone and then use the old card from my phone in the dash cam? So, uh, I did spend some of that sweet, sweet YouTube slash Patreon money on a, uh, on a card and it came quick. Uh, Calaveras out there though is asking, uh, what is the difference between the 30 out three and the 30 out six signs? So he's, he typoed or something, uh, or, He's from California, so maybe he doesn't, maybe he just misunderstood the numbers. So 30-03 is burglary of a coin-operated machine. So I'm thinking that's probably a typo. Um, <laughs> but I'm thinking he's meaning 30-05 and 30-06 uh, probably is what he's he's meaning. So uh, the 30-05 uh, is the... Um, 30 out five is a is well 30 out five I guess and 30 out six both um well 30 out five no 30 out six and 30 out seven yeah I mean he's confused me out here it's like good lord Calaveras um so anyway 30 out six uh is the what's the term budget for like the sign you put up that the state approved to sign or the sign that carries legal weight yeah that's going to be the 30 out six and the yeah. 30 out seven. So 30 out six is concealed. 30 out seven is open. So if you, and you have to have both. If you don't allow both, right? You have to have the 30 out six and the 30 out seven. They have to, comply. you guys are allowed open carry, uh, with your license to carry. Yes. 
Okay. I Because I know that's a fairly recent development, isn't it? Because it's, it's been quite a few years. I don't know how many, hmm. but maybe not, probably not a decade, but quite a few years. Say the last I paid attention to Texas, you guys weren't allowed to open carry. I'm glad you are. Yeah. Even so, if you do, it does require a permit, you know, still that's progress, right? Yeah. With the, with the license to carry a two gun kid, he says, is it 30 out seven? Yeah. Yeah. I was, he, he screwed me up with that 30 out three. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, I, I'm getting my numbers mixed up. So now, yeah, 30 out six. So if you, if you walk into a business or you walk up to a business and they got the sign and, and literally the size of the sign has to be right. I forget the dimensions of the sign. Um, 18 by 24, maybe, or something like that. And then it's got to be black text and then it's got to be one inch letters. So it has to meet all those requirements. If somebody's handwritten something or it's, it's in a weird font or it don't matter. It has to be an actual state approved sign or approved by the legislation, right? By those rules. Um, and so if you walk up and it's a 30 out six, that means you can't legally um, speaking, you cannot concealed carry in that establishment. If there's a 30 you know seven, it means you can't open carry. And if it is both, you can't carry it all. So most banks around here have a 30 out six, but no 30 out. I mean, a 30 out seven, but no 30 out six at most banks. So you can concealed carry in there. They don't care. They don't want you open carrying in there. And so, you know, that part of the awesome. open carry thing, I mean, I get part of the open carry thing. Right. So, and the little circle with a X drawn through the uh, firearm signs or no guns allowed, none of that holds any legal weight. Now, now, so, so in Texas, it must meet the exact yes. description in the statute. Yeah. See, in Ohio, all it has to do is convey the idea. Now, this, this right here is a perfectly legal sign in Ohio. Yeah, hand no. drawn pictogram, no pew pew, uh, little crappy gun with a circle drawn through it. That is a legal sign that bears the force of law. If you pass this in Ohio, you're committing a crime. Yep. That sucks. Tuga Kitty is asking if it's white text, uh, it doesn't count. Quite, and that's a question. Um, by the letter of the legislation, no, it doesn't. And a lot of people will do the white letters on like a, a on the window, right? Uh, technically, it doesn't. Now, here's the rub. Here's the thing. Um, they, they are obligated to, you're not going to get like popped for anything. They're obligated to ask you to leave. And then if you don't, right. Cause all of this with 30 odd and, and evident by the 30 odd three, right. That's burglary of a coin operated machine. All these have to do with trespassing and burglary and, and it's, it's penal code when we're talking about those numbers. So basically those are trespassing is what those are. 30-06 and the 30-07. It, it refers to tres, the uh, trespassing regulations, whatever, uh, in the Texas Penal Code. So, you know, if I go in, even if that sign is white, right, on it, if they ask me to leave and I refuse to leave, um, it really doesn't matter at that point. Um, if you're asked to leave a privileged establishment for any reason and you don't re and you refuse to leave, um, that could get hairy and get into a trespassing thing re regardless. So while it's, it is good that, like you mentioned, budget, it's good that the state has their required signage, right? At the end of the day, you can't force business owners to do something that they may or may not want to do. Warsaw Patriot, I see jumped in out there. What's up? No, bro? but uh, at least you can't be arrested for failing to pay attention to something stupid like right. this. Well, there's also, and that's why here, that was when they loosened up the restrictions to license to carry here a while back. And one of the things was that, you know, you have to be approached and asked to leave and, and they may call law enforcement to come do that. Right. So you're going to have an interaction with law enforcement. It's really important that you be polite you be civil and everything else. Um, don't be spineless and, and, Weasley or anything, but you know, you go got to rant and rail and act like a madman. And most people, I think, that have a license to carry are not going to do that anyway. Um, I've been called, uh, told this story before, back before we had uh, open carry and before, uh, you know, before we had open carry. One of the cool things about open carry is that eliminated any type of printing or brandishing type thing, right? So, because we had open carry, so I, I you don't have to cover it, right? So if your shirt comes up or anything else, big freaking whoop, right? 
Um, and that's what I like. Now, before that, we did have some, some printing and, and brandishing type things, you know. And so I was in the Walmart store. And if you're carrying and you reach up on the top shelf, well, what happens? Right. Yeah. And apparently I was getting some of those five quart, whatever it is, um, things of, of uh, motor oil. Yeah, I said oil uh, off the top shelf. And I didn't even think about it. Uh, you know, after the fact, I knew that that could have been the only thing that happened. Um, so I get up and I'm, I'm doing my shopping. I get up to the front of the store and there's a couple of city cops walking in and come in my direction. And they're kind of laughing. And yeah, I'm like, what's up, guys? And they're like, we got a call, man. You were giving trouble here at Walmart. And they all laughed. I'm like, y'all are crazy. You know, whatever. So what do y'all do? They said, no, seriously, we got a call about you. You meet the exact description of the guy in Walmart with the firearm. I said, what? <laughs> anyway, we had a conversation. And sure enough, it was a broken English-speaking Latino lady is the only thing they could give me. Right. Uh, that apparently walked past the aisle, down the aisle, past me something when I reached up and I didn't even notice the chick. Right. Um, but apparently and had called in that there was somebody with a, uh, with a gun in Walmart. And so we had a laugh, a menace. we had a laugh and they went on their merry way and I went on my merry way. Right now, you know, had, you know, I branded and railed and hollered and, you know, would that be a different situation? I, I don't know. Quite possibly. Could so, um, but yeah, the, the passing, the, the open carry, it eliminated a lot of that, which was nice. Walt out there throwing down the, uh, book 99 in the super chat says make carry normal again. hundred percent would agree. By the way, go check out, uh, Walt's stuff. If you want a definite different perspective, a lot of Walt stuff will make you think for sure. Um, I'm not a hundred percent on board with a lot of the way that these new bucks are doing things uh, as far as two a and, uh, the, the fight for our, our Liberty and stuff goes. However, I am thankful they are in the fight and, uh, I, I'm sure they feel the same way about some of my fuddy old ways. Right. Right. Budget. Yep. You know, it, it's, Regardless, regardless of whether or not we agree with someone's methods, I think we need to support the proposition that they're out there fighting for the same thing we're fighting for, just maybe not in the way we'd like to see it. I, I recently read an article that one of our biggest problems as a community is that we eat our own. You know, if someone's ideology isn't as pure as yours or is a little bit different in this area or that area, oh, unclean, cast them out. You know, 2A has its own cancel culture, and, and we're horrible about that. One of the things that the anti-gunners do and do extremely well is back each other to the hilt 100% no matter what. And that's why they've been as successful as they have been. Maybe, just maybe. We need to think about that too, maybe, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. No, I'm. Uh, I tend to. I tend to lean that way. Uh, Artex says their permitless carry starts July first. They're in Tennessee. Awesome. Uh, Two Gun Kitty says they he won't be able to make Tulsa this time. Uh, and buying and trading too much locally to go. Well, what you're buying and trading locally has nothing to do with the ability to go. Come on, man. Get, yeah. the vehicle, get in the vehicle and go. It just means you may not can spend any money there. That's fine. Um, I'm telling you, if you have never been to the largest gun show in the world, the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show, then um, you're missing out. And regardless of whether you have a dime to spend, go. Uh, because just the experience and what you can see there and everything else, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not planning to buy a damn thing unless I see something I absolutely need, but I'm going. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Now, speaking of buying things there, uh, I did put up a poll on the channel recently. Jump over on that, uh, if you if you will. Uh, there's several, I don't know, four or five that are in the back of my mind that, you know, hey, you know, if I run across a deal, I've said it a bunch of times. I'm a super opportunistic buyer. 
Um, so in this climate, I don't know that I'm going to find a good enough deal that that is worthy of me dropping any money. Um, however, there are four or five or something on that poll that for some time now I've been just kind of had my eye out there looking around, seeing if uh, something pops up. And so anyway, I put a poll, you know, which one would you guys most like like to see me come home with type thing. Uh, that's not going to sway my whether or not I pick something up. The uh, the price will unfortunately dictate that, but yeah. <laughs> and availability. You know, there may not be, may not find any of them on the list. That's possible. It's not probable at uh, at Tulsa, but it is possible. If I if I go looking for anything, it's gonna be parts parts for this this uh, G nineteen eighty percent frame mm-hmm. slide parts kits barrel etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Other than that. I don't know, unless I find a cool, unless I find an SVT 40 with a great, great deal, then, well, I, uh, I've been right. lusting after one of those for years. So if I find one at a good deal, I, I might have to come home with it. Yeah, I understand. Uh, Walt out there says someone pick, uh, pick him up something. Uh, get your butt on a freaking plane, bro. Come out there and meet us. What are you talking about? Um, G Webb says quarking the Second Amendment Foundation. Bold move. Yeah. Uh, I'd be willing to bet I've been doing a Monday show longer than they have, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. That G23 is throwing out the hashtag 40 for life. We're just going to ignore that comment. I feel like putting him in timeout because of it, but uh, eh. Rebel saying 10 millimeter. Totally, totally a. Uh, Agree on that. Artax says that he has uh, an SBT 40. So there you go. I completely be, hate you now. Be jealous. Be very jealous. Be very I jealous. am. I am. But, I am um, seething with rage. Well, we're looking at now. This is your first time. Yeah. First, first, uh, first Tulsa. Okay. There's been so many. I mean, that one year we had 30 something people we knew there or some crazy number like that. And so I get confused sometimes as to who all was there. You know what I mean? Um, but there was a bunch. It was awesome. Uh, Going to be quite a few. It uh, looks like maybe this time. So cool. Um, yeah, I mean we've got. You're I kind of the, the point man for that, right? Yeah, it kind of all started with me. Do we have a, uh, a table or anything? Or we do I know y'all a, did one year. We do have a table till I get there. I won't know the table number or anything like that. So lay of the land. Um, we go in. I don't know if snob is still out there or not. Uh, snob can verify this, but we go in on the south end. No, we go in on the north end. No. Yeah. Maybe. In Anyway, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I think we go in on the north end yeah i think we go in on the north end so anyway um the um yeah there's snob snob says or uh, he's asking are you bringing as do we go in as the entrance on the north end snob answer me that real quick um and then I'll, I'll hit budget up on that but do you know have you heard back from roll call whether or not he's going as far as i know yes gotcha okay just put out a post something about uh getting ready to try to go to this show this weekend nice. so i'm 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 if he's good to go i'm bringing him nice cool so uh yeah snob says yeah uh typically uh northwest i think he was saying out there so awesome uh yeah our table has been on that northwest side so um i think it's probably in the same spot until i go to pick up our packet or passes and our other things friday evening um then I don't know the actual table, but anyway, there are support columns all throughout because this is a huge building, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, acres, acres under one one building, under one roof. Well, so there's these, there's yeah, there's these big support columns, right? So each column has like a letter number designation. That way, you kind of know you can kind of get your bearings in there. Um, so yeah, as you're walking around, definitely make a note if you run across something you want to go back and look at later. Uh, Make a note whether you do it on your cell phone or write it on a scratch piece of paper or whatever. Uh, at least make a note, look up, you know, across one way or the other uh, at the columns. And the rows are typically kind of in line with those with those columns. 
uh, and write those numbers down and, and it'll help you get your bearings. So uh, if you're out there and you do plan on going, uh, hit me up. I mean, clovertech at gmail.com. Uh, we'll swap numbers. That way you can text and, and get the actual location of the table. And they'll give you a place to hang out, uh, sit down, rest your legs, you know, whatever. Um, it's basically, that's what it is. It's a, it's a base of operations, more or less, is what that's kind of become for us more than anything. DJ out there is saying side door smoke breaks. Yeah, that is definitely a thing for sure. Um, Gunpowder says roll calls leaving Friday. Tell him he owes the wife a new purse. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll, uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll pay his penance. <laughs> to her in some way, shape, form, or fashion, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Walt says, "Oh, he's talking to G Webs." Okay, we won't uh, we won't worry about that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, being your first your first time, I mean, there's I'm looking forward to a lot of different things that are weird. So, like I we've talked about this, but I've got to call I got to call Krispy Kreme. Um, this week, I may try to do that tomorrow. I should have done it today. I'm going to call during the day and see if I can get a manager. Um, because I'm curious, you know, when they flip the light on, they've got fresh donuts, right? Gotcha. So I'm going to see, I'm going to tell, tell them that, Hey, we've got a group coming in from out of town. There's Papa jumping in the chat. What's up, Papa? He will be at Tulsa too. Um, but I'm going to try to pick their brain on about when maybe that light comes on. You know what I mean? <laughs> because we've got this thing to where we want to have Frosties from Wendy's and fresh Krispy Kreme donuts at the same time. I think that would be amazing. I you think guys would do that amazing. shit. That's, that's, that's something that we've got to try. Got to, got to, got to. So, um, but yeah, the mayor there, uh, and, and Snob's still out in the chat. He can let us know if he's heard any rumblings of what might happen. Um, unfortunately, November looked really good as well. Everybody I'm hearing is still saying, hey, it's on, it's a go. Hey, it's on, it's a go. Um, but November, it got in under a week and they pulled the plug on it. So, um, fingers crossed. Yeah, no kidding. That that's not the, uh, that that's not the case. It doesn't look like it's the case. It's a lot more likely now um, in the climate and everything else. There's no restrictions as far as state restrictions that I'm aware of. Snob's out there. He can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but there are some restrictions there in Tulsa. So, uh, But the mayor was supposed to reassess that Friday. So this coming Friday, like the, that's the day all the dealers show up is Friday. So, um, you know, will he... You know, if it's good to go up until that point, it's probably going to be good to go afterward. Um, but they might lift some of the, well, I guess what I'm getting at is they might lift some of the restrictions for restaurant capacity and some of the other things that we may have to deal with. Because typically we like to, especially on uh, Saturday evening, get together and go get something to eat. You know, everybody that's yeah. there that wants to hang out, right? Um, and so if there's capacity restrictions or something in a restaurant, I don't know how possible that will be. Now, JM so, Davis is out there too, right? JM Davis is in Claremore, which okay. is 20 minutes or so outside of Tulsa. I would say something like that. Uh, that guy's wife out there saying, is there still a mass mandate in Oklahoma or Tulsa? As far as I know, uh, Tulsa, yes. Oklahoma, no. Gizzard is out there. I don't know Gizzard if he's making it. He's been been a regular there for the Tulsa show. Um, but uh, I know he's had some work-related stuff lately. But uh, Snob says no state restrictions, but hopefully he drops everything Friday. Um, and won't add any more restrictions. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him adding any more with there being no state restrictions. That wouldn't make any sense at all. Um, so that's why I'm saying it's, it looks very likely at this point because I doubt he's going to add anything. Um, not real sure of the news story that uh, DJ is throwing out there, but um, okay. <laughs> Mask mandate to remain in place for Tulsa. This is oh. from Wednesday, March 24th. 
Okay, that's a long time ago. So, yeah, when we're talking uh, about the grand scheme of things, so yeah, yeah, we'll see if he gets reassessed this week. Hopefully, yeah. Well, like I said, it it meant the the restrictions should not get any worse. If there's no restrictions for the state of Oklahoma, I can't see the restrictions getting any worse. So, uh, as far as masks. Yeah, it makes you wonder who's going to actually enforce that, if they're going to enforce that. I know as far as security, uh, they'll probably enforce it as far as getting into the show. But as far as if you're not coming in and out of the building, uh, because that's really where the security and stuff is at, right? Yeah. If you're not coming in and out, once you're in there, security and everything is very sparse. And so I don't know who they would have to to be able to even try to enforce it. And snob is saying, literally he's not worn a mask anywhere in Oklahoma because nobody's enforced it. So the, the people G-Webs. I'm talking to, I've, I've talked to some people that normally go, some of them are butthurt over the whole mask thing. And they're like, I'm not going cause I'm not wearing a mask. And other people are going, you know what? It's the largest gun show in the world. And if I've got to wear a bandana to get through the door, I'll just wear a bandana yeah. to get through the door. You know, if they want me to wear a pink tutu, I'll wear it. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, especially we're going to have a little bit of privilege being media that if we're going to be doing interviews or something like that, I would, I would venture a guess us being media that they would allow us to at least be able to take that mess off to conduct said interview or shoot the video or take a picture or whatever we need to do. Right. Um, I would think, I would think they would probably be okay with like, like I said, for the most part, I don't think they're going to, uh, they're going to really going to enforce it. They're going to say that they, they are because they, they've got to do that. Right. This will be enforced. But other than that, eh. um, yeah, that guy's wife media says she can make you a pink, a pink tutu if you, Woo-hoo! So, um, and yeah, speaking of DJ out there, DJ is, uh, is going to, uh, I hear tell. So, uh, yeah, should be, uh, should be an awesome event. Um, we will, uh, we will roll out of here sometime very early Friday, uh, cause I do need to get up there before seven or eight o'clock to pick up all of our stuff. Uh, and then we will, uh, we will head back soon as the show is over. And I can't remember what time the show ends on Sunday. I think four, if I'm not mistaken, but, um, usually we don't do very much, uh, on Sunday, you know, we get the heck out of there as soon as the show's over. Usually everybody scatters. We don't go eat or, or do anything like that for the most part. So. Now, Snob says he's he, he will wear one. Talking about a tutu. Uh, I think he, said, he was talking gonna... about the mask. Oh, is he? He said, I'll yeah. wear one, but I'm going to gripe nonstop about it. But I seriously don't see it being a force beyond getting in the door. Yeah, he may be talking about the mask. Yeah. Uh, now, Papa says they're headed that way at 8 a.m., headed out at 8 a.m. for the gathering point. So, yeah, they're going in a group. Um, G Web says, Remember what happened last time? Someone joked about a blue dress once and how long that lasted. Be careful with the tutu talk. Yeah. yeah. The whole blue dress was a different situation, I think, though. All those inside jokes like Poco Ghibli and all of that that nobody out there will get anymore, unfortunately. So, yeah. Um, There is the Tulsa talk. So, I don't know. I could scroll up through the chat and see if anybody had any... um, had any uh, questions or topic changes or anything like that, but I don't think there was. Um, I'll take a minute and talk about, um, talk about the video drops that with the shooting sport showcase stuff being over Sunday was a drop of, uh, should you dry fire your 22 long rifle firearms? Um, thanks to ghost who, uh, kind of suggested that that is a topic that is often asked question that's often asked and a uh, topic that you often see uh, online and with new firearm owners out there and everything else thought that was a, a good opportunity to put out a video on that. So that dropped yesterday. Uh, go check that out. Uh, if you have a chance, it's, it's doing fairly well. Uh, and then um, um, 
yeah, hopefully we'll have, we'll be able to, because of, of Tulsa coming up, I usually drop video on a video on Sundays and that's going to be a little weird. Hopefully I can still do that. Um, from the show or <laughs> on the road or whatever. Um, and then, you know, should, should point out that I don't know that this particular Monday show will happen, um, next week or not. I, I just don't, I just don't know. Um, it's kind of up in the air, so to speak. Now, DJ says any chance of a group excursion to JM Davis? No, uh, is my question. Now, if you've got people that are getting in early enough on Friday, maybe, uh, or people that go on Thursday. Now, here's my thing with JM Davis. Um, maybe in November, maybe, but um, once things normalize, and hopefully, again, this is the, hopefully this is the start of things beginning to normalize right uh get back to normal um but once they do uh i'm there at tulsa you know barring illness hospitalization something like crazy like that i'm gonna be there in tulsa twice a year and so i do want to get back to jm davis without without a doubt and i highly recommend that you make that a friday saturday sunday trip uh, and takes and take Friday and go to JM Davis because it's absolutely amazing. But this trip is a no go, going to be a no go. I'm not going to sacrifice showtime for JM Davis. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I need to see if Rokal can leave a day earlier. Um, yeah, that's up to you. But because uh, I would like to go to JM Davis, I'd like uh, to see that. It's awesome. But here's the thing with JM Davis. JM Davis is huge, and there's. 13, 14, 15,000 guns in there. So Jam Davis is not something that I'm just going to go over there for an hour. No, you're going to go over there. You're going to go over there and you're going to end up spending all day. And so you're going to waste, you're going to waste a day at the chef for sure. Um, if you do that. So the only way to do it is to go on, go on Friday. Um, what G web says pro tip. He's always throwing out the pro tips. Uh, he gives away all this information for free. It's crazy. He should be charging, but he says, uh, nothing happens, uh, at a real group event without group event, without someone making it happen. If you assume it could, it never will. So yeah, I suppose, uh, he says the tendency of all group events is to stand around talking about what to do until the group breaks up to do various things. If you want to do things, you have to make them happen. Uh, yeah, and for the most part, uh, I take the reins. I mean, I figure out all of this. I set up the media thing, the table. I uh, we come up, we come up with a hashtag we're going to use for all our content. We've got several things that have to be done for sure. That guy's wife says we can't leave until Friday unless Clover goes by itself. Uh, her work is crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't plan on it. Not this go around. Like I said, maybe November, maybe, maybe. Um, 45 Alpha Charlie Papa says, what's everybody looking for? Overaction black powder, uh, on his end. So, uh, yeah, I talked about that. I think before Papa got in here, I've got a poll up over on the YouTube channel. And so if, if I'm looking for something, it's an SVT 40 mm-hmm. or a blunderbuss Cause I want one. Well, I'm one of the few people on the planet that don't own, doesn't own a G 19. So I doubt there's any smoking deals that's going to be had on those there. Uh, the G40 uh, is another one, but I doubt there's going to be any smoking deals on those as well. Um, now, I'm always on the lookout for the limited edition Marlin Model 60. So any of those that I do not already have, I need to um, help complete, add to the collection. Uh, always looking out on the lookout for those and interested. Um my Lee Enfield con- collection is uh, fairly good right now, but um, there are a couple of the Ishapore variants, uh, and very likely I think I would pick one of them up too. I don't have a, a Lee Enfield, and I want one. So yeah, very, I would pick one of those up too. Very likely, there's a lot of those there, bro. A lot of those, and so uh, every time there is, and so very likely I can run across one of those. Question is, what's the price is going to look like? Right, that's going to yeah. be the big question. Are they normal or are they inflated? Because even if they're normal, the odds of me finding one that I'm going to pay uh, that kind of money for is uh, is slim. Um, so, um, but yeah, the issue for uh, and then the Marlin model. I don't one, even care if it's bubbled. 
I really yeah. don't. No, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't go that route with a with an infield. Now, if it was, you know, a custom rifle like a 1903. I mean, depending on how nice it was, but I don't think I could handle a a, a sportered infield. A 1903. As long maybe. as it's just as long as it's just the stock and whatnot, then you know that can be replaced. Well, here's the problem: once you start chopping the stock, you lose the barrel bands. Yeah, um, yeah, there's the, that. The sights are going to be different. You're talking about um, an infield is one of those that if you can't get it predominantly complete, if you want it original anyway, if you can't get it predominantly complete, you need to leave it alone because taking anything that's been sported from, from a Lee infield anyway, and this really holds true with any rifle, once it's been sported to a certain point, or really at all, because they're going to be to that point. Yeah. Uh, there, it's more than they're worth to try to bring them back. It just is. Now, if it's if it's semi-complete, in other words, maybe it's missing the upper handguard piece, or you know what I'm saying, and, and yeah. a barrel band or something. Then okay, I mean at that point, uh, if it's if it's reasonable, maybe pick something like that and and see what happens. Uh, DJ says his 1903 is sporterized. Yeah, the only 1903 I got is too. Uh, I tell the story about that. It is, um, uh, but I say, and I say it's a 1903. The action is anyway, because I don't think anything else on it is a 1903 except for the action. Uh, it's got a Winchester Model 70 heavy barrel on it, which is uh, really, really weird. Now, Gizzard, if he's still out there, Gizzard was asking where are we staying, and so that's inside information, bro. Um, uh, La Quinta and Claremore, the vast majority of us are staying at the La Quinta and Claremore. I know you've stayed at Rocall just texted me and said that, uh, yeah, he can leave Thursday. So we might we might get there late Thursday and uh, go to J.M. Davis on Friday. That would be that would be worth it, man, if you could do it. So uh yeah, Claremore La Quinta's where we're staying Gives. I know Gives the state at the Super 8. I think it wasn't Claremore. So um Najiwa says pro tip. He again keeps throwing out the uh pro tip. He said uh, almost all of Oklahoma is closed Monday, so don't plan on going any place. Yeah, I'm I'm headed back that evening. So not a big problem. Um and then DJ says the 410 issue pours are sweet. I have a 410 issue pour. So the 308 is what I'm going to be predominantly looking for. Um, G Web says you can call ahead and say we're a massive group of able and interested, experienced videographers. Could we get a nighttime tour? The box exists for, for the lazy to the live inside. Huh. That's true. We could, if we get it, could get enough people committed to it. But I think it's, I think it's too, um, I think we're a little bit late to try to organize all of that. Now, our tech talking about the infield says he has the uh, number one Mark five. That would be the jungle carbine. Nice. Nice. Um, G web says uh, challenge. It's a scholar gun shop each day to get a sponsorship to help you get to Tulsa. Worst case, you get experience. Best case, you buy the group dinner with your efforts. Uh, that is possible. Now, two-gun kitty, talking infields out there. Talking infields all night if we're not careful. Uh, saying his infields a 43, number four, mark one. So, number four, mark one. So, I'm curious, is that? Potentially up for Zachary. Is it a an Irish contract? Is it a uh, was it Royal Ordnance? That it the ROF? I think. Um, just curious. Just curious. Yeah. So, um, yeah, lots of things going to be happening this week. I guess to. Um, Yeah, lots of things to get ready. Um, I had to get the card, of course, get all that squared away. Uh, got to figure out audio issues. Now, you've got the budget. You've got the Sarmonix lob set, right? Yep. And Yes, sir, I do. You got experience using that and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I've played with it. 
I know how to hook it up to the camera system I'm taking. I'm I'm taking my GoPro and uh, my phone. That's I might might take my DSLR if I really want to take a picture or something. But as far as you know, just running it, it's gonna be my my GoPro and my phone on maybe a maybe a rectangle rig to put it on and maybe a light. But that's it. Right. Yeah, um, travel light. It's the best way to go, man. Yeah, and that's what uh, that, that's what I'm trying to do. And I don't usually. Um, I'll take my tripod because there's a couple instances that I will need it for sure. Um, but for the most part, I'll stage it and I'll just go get that when I need it. Uh, probably along with a lot of my other gear. Uh, and I'll just have my phone in my pocket for the for the majority of the time anyway. So, yeah, again, if you're if you're going to that Tulsa show, you're going to be there or whatever, then. Um, yeah, hit me up. Let me know. Uh, let's get in touch via text or something, because when it comes to being at the show, working these events, that's the best way, because that's the communication method that I'm using with the other people at the show. Uh, I'm not getting on and checking social media and, and doing all in email and doing all that stuff. So, uh, Jewel says driving, he says, bring all the cameras, stop and enjoy the drive. Take too many pics. If you're flying less cameras, um, I meant into the event is what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Having backups and other things, maybe in the vehicle, just in case and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you're driving, why not? You've got the room. Uh, I would agree with that, but you know, bringing two big, huge bags and three pi tripods and six cameras and battery backups and all this and stuff into yeah. the show. I, that I, ain't I, happening. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I guess it depends on how far away you had to park. And that's a whole other story. Um, with this being, you know, with the last two shows being canceled, um, maybe a situation where we've got to get up pretty early Saturday morning and just go hang out in the parking lot, uh, in order to get, you know, decent enough, decent enough parking. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how many people, I mean, it's, and, and that's going to be contingent, I think on the mandates and stuff in the, for the city of Tulsa. Right. Yeah. Um, as to how many people maybe show up too. So it's going to be interesting to see there's the potential for this to be the biggest show as far as, uh, people there, uh, the biggest show, I don't want to say forever because I don't, I don't know the numbers, but, uh, definitely one of the biggest for sure. Um, yeah, T-Web says your road trips are memories. Uh, Papa out there, he says he has a 1917 infield pedal scheme and an Ishapur 53, number one Mark III. Yeah, as far as I know, all of the Ishapurs are number one Mark III's. Number one Mark III's is the most by far the most produced and most common infield. So uh, you see a lot of uh, the Ishapores that were converted from number one mark for, well, matter of fact, all of them were that I'm aware of. Uh, Artak has got a, had a good one, uh, says uh, he had, which sucks. I don't, I hate it when people say had uh, a number four mark one made by Savage. Uh, that's one I do not have. Now, if I run across one, uh, at Tulsa. So thanks for bringing that up, Artak. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, G Web says, and please, y'all plan a nighttime event. Don't just play it by ear. Nothing will happen. It might be fun, but but you can plan for something cool, and odds are better for even more fun. So I'm not sure what he's talking about a nighttime event. He's talking about going live or what, but potentially um, we could. Probably like going out to eat or going to the bar to sing karaoke or whatever yeah well there won't be any of that but yeah there'll be a going out to eat trip probably and hopefully we could do maybe do a live some type of a live thing maybe and he says don't make clover do all that too <laughs> uh dj says any edm clubs in tulsa what is edm i have no idea I don't either. Electronic he, dance music? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. DJ is always out there putting out acronyms and using big words and stuff. And it's like, you're talking to a redneck, bro. Um, 
you're gonna have to dumb it down if you expect me to know what you're uh yeah uh yeah gweb says then go live and bring all, all your audiences together and go live yeah that was one that was one weird thing when we had like 30 people show up that one time uh we had people broadcasting a live stream that were broadcasting a live stream that were broadcasting a live stream that were broadcasting a live stream. It was really kind of weird. Um, somebody went live and then somebody went live recording them going live and somebody went live recording them going live. And it was, it was that a big, huge rabbit hole. It was, it was pretty crazy, but, um, yeah, definitely, definitely need to do, uh, something like that. Uh, throw a live up the times we've done that's been pretty uh, pretty fun could go over especially we've got dj we've got buck we've got budget we've got several people that it's their first time so um when we go and it's not our first time uh it's myself it's snob it's gizzard right um then we don't think about the going live because it's like we're going to say the same things. Really, we always talk about the show or say about the show, right? So one cool thing about going live would be able to ha be having the you – no, know, and Papa out there is uh, first time too – is having all the people that's going for the first time. So that could bring a really cool uh, perspective, I think, to a live stream. It would be kind of neat. Gizzard says he will be there. So awesome. So we're building a pretty good little group uh, right now. So that's awesome. Uh, DJ says, oh, my goodness, no all-night raves. Uh, yeah, we're not doing all-night raves because uh, at the end of the day for me, this is a – it's a working event. Uh, I approach most all of my trips that way. Uh, is there going to be some amount of fun involved? Well, absolutely. Uh, but at the end of the day, so this whole stayed up all night, I did not participate in the karaoke that night. They went to the karaoke bar and hung out forever and drank alcoholic beverages and did all that. Not into that. Um, you wouldn't do that on a, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to screw up the next morning or, you know, have to drive, you know, because I'm going to have to get up on Sunday, go to the show. Got to do that. And, and then drive home that evening. So, yeah, I don't want to make it any tougher by getting too crazy with things. And that's an old man attitude to have. And that's fine. I think most of us going are old men. I don't think any of the young bucks. We haven't taught Walt out there into, <laughs> into coming. So, uh, um, wow, that was weird. I don't know what just happened. But I don't know if that was thunder or but something weird just like blew up or something. Um, oh. Yeah, no, but we're almost done here. So I can go check on it here in a second. Uh, G-Web says uh, what it did was bring all those audience together to see the channels hanging out live. That was the most real thing that ever happened in the gun community on YouTube. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, he said there was nothing scripted, no agenda other than sharing with the folks who tuned in. Uh, and we talked about the gun show, not news or lame drama. Uh, it was real gun chat and building the community. No, totally agree. Totally agree. Snob says he likes sleep and doesn't like loud, crappy music. So he's out. No, I, I 100% uh, agree with that. Now, that white guy's mm -hmm. wife, she's saying she is not old. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, she's out there. I'm wondering if she heard what I heard with the whatever it was that rattled the floors out here. Um, like, what the crap was all that? But, uh, yeah, we've got just a couple of minutes, and we're up against the hour here, which is pretty awesome. It went by quick. So for those out there live, hopefully I shouted you out uh, as you came in and all that good stuff. And I'm going to say thanks for uh, hanging out. If you made it this far in replay, uh, bless you. You're awesome, too. This was just a uh, more a chill show, not really any hard and fast topics. We talked a little bit about uh, the potential, the uh, hopeful outcome of Texas getting some type of permitless carry, constitutional carry. Talked about that early on. If you came in late, uh, you can back up and, and catch that if you want to. Thanks to Gun Kitty for kind of bringing that uh, bringing that up. And uh, yeah, talked mostly about uh, 
the Wanamaker Tulsa Arm Show, which is going to be off the hook uh, in a little less than a week. Looking forward to uh, all those folks that are going. And again, if you're out there, if you're listening to this and you can make the last minute plans, whatever, to get down there, uh, largest gun show in the world, man, uh, get it done. Uh, with that, I'm going to turn it over to Budget for a second. So give me, uh, yeah, final thoughts, whatever you want to do, and some plugs and all that stuff, bro, and then we'll get the heck out of here. Uh, you know, just uh, looking forward to going to Tulsa. Thanks for letting me hang out with you tonight. Um, man, it's going to be cool. I almost feel, I almost feel as excited as I was when I went to NRAM just for different reasons. Sure. As you know, there, it was my first big show and I was, you know, excited to go and work the, the floor and all that, which I'm excited for all that too. But you know what I find even more exciting this time? To hang out with you guys again, because, yeah. you know, I haven't, I don't think I've seen physically any of you guys since then. And I'm looking forward to hanging out with the ones I met before and uh, meeting the ones I haven't met yet. So that's right. just going to be cool as hell. Yep. Yep. Looking forward to it. And so, uh, yeah, with that, we got G West. What do he says? He says, document the trip, review the car, the gear that you travel with, the cameras, bags communications maps routes little laws you pass through yeah lots of opportunities for content not just on um not just on the show itself so um yeah absolutely 100 with that we are uh we're out of here on a monday uh again next week don't look for this monday show next week uh if it happens then consider it a bonus uh, with that, we should be back for at least for the uh, might not be a uh, I should say this too might not be a nerd chat Thursday because it's going to have to get up Friday. We're going to have to get packed and, and do a lot of things to leave out. So that's still up in the air as well. Uh, however, normal video drops, some YouTube shorts, some other things uh, are going on on the channel that polls over there on the community tab right now. Go check that out. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys sometime next week for sure. Uh, until then, peace.